Welcome back to the Get Lifting Podcast. I am your host, Graham Lee, and today's episode is being recorded from a very wet and windy Leicester. I've been up here today for a workshop with one of the people I follow in the fitness business space called Jay Alderton, who is actually the guy who I got the idea for this podcast from and the entire setup in order so I can be speaking to you today. So he's someone that I very much trust within the industry. And he put on a really good seminar that hopefully means that I can provide you guys with so much more value and content, starting with today's episode. And in the interest of honesty, I've just had McDonald's. I really fancied five guys today and my own hotel room. So I thought I'd get five guys bought to my room, Um, but Uber Eats did not deliver five guys to this hotel room. So I missed out on five guys. So McDonald's had to do. It was good ate way too much um, but that's where we are and if I was a member of a diet club that I'm going to focus on for today's episode my measurements would suck tomorrow Um, but I'm not so they won't. Um, Today's episode is going to be on Slimming World and the reason Slimming World isn't helping people. Now if you don't know about Slimming World, Slimming World is a essentially a diet club one that I've sort of I know a little bit about, and it may have changed since I last really sort of dived into it too much. Um, but basically, it works on this thing called food optimizing, and the principles of that are your free foods such as potatoes, pasta, eggs, fish, vegetables, your healthy extras, which I think are now divided into two different groups, but they essentially contain bread, cereals, and dairy, and then you also have your sins, which are your quote-unquote naughty foods and those foods that aren't so filling such as chocolate cake Um, and then I think you can also include foods that aren't part of your free foods or healthy extras and use your sins for any foods at an exchange rate of one sin per 20 calories so if the food you're going to have isn't on plan and it's 100 calories that means you're using up five sins and I don't personally know how many sins you get a day but that's essentially how it works when it comes to food and then you also have your body magic which is your exercise and then once a week you pay your five pound in order to go to club and you stand on a set of scales in front of a group of people and you get told whether you gained maintained or lost this week everyone claps or everyone has an awkward silence if you've maintained or gained and then you go about your day your main measure of success is uh, your scale weight And I think some or most clubs probably do inches as well. Um, I've heard people talk about that, um, which is far more accurate in terms of progress. But it's the scale weight that is done in front of everyone. And so that's the main thing people are trying to affect when it comes to Slimming World. Leaving begging people to be able to go to the toilet just before they're weighing so they essentially weigh less. Now, if you're listening to this and you are someone that is currently doing Slimming World or someone that has done Slimming World before, I'm not here to belittle you or demean Slimming World. It's something that I feel can be successful for weight loss. Many people do get results on it, um, just like any diet. And it's great people are taking that first step in order to reduce their body weight, start eating better and improve their overall health. 
The problem for me is the way it's all packaged. So if you go onto the website, you will see uh, the food optimization stuff and they have a section on the science behind food optimization. And again, we're talking about a diet club. And if you listen to the first ever podcast, you know the exact tool that is needed to create weight loss. And I will let you know about the science behind food optimization and how it works for weight loss. It's a calorie deficit. And this is what it's not completely clear about. And that's my issue with it. The advertising isn't based around the fact that they can create a really easy calorie deficit for you. And it's really easy to follow and you'll get results in no time. It's join Slimming World, give us your five pound a week, buy our meals and we're going to throw a load of terminology at you that you might understand but as long as you're with us we'll help you with it and that's what I mean when it can be very successful and I know a lot of people that have had really good results on Slimming World and some people that have had average results on Slimming World and some people that just haven't done the work that's needed to create that calorie deficit but no matter the results they get whether positive or not They don't really walk away any more knowledgeable than when they started other than they have to follow Slimming World in order to lose weight or they don't follow Slimming World and they're probably going to gain weight because they haven't learned anything. So to make this easier, we're probably going to number these. So number one is the fact that it muddies the water in regards to the mechanism behind weight loss, aka it doesn't teach you that a calorie deficit is required in order to lose weight. Um, It just tells you about your free food, hex food and your sins. Which brings me on to point number two, which is the labelling of foods that Slimming World engages in. Uh, One of them being the word sin to describe the foods that are slightly more indulgent, slightly more hyperpalatable, the tasty foods that feel good, taste good, and you want to eat after dinner. And it ties in with the whole demonisation of food, which as a personal trainer, as a coach, I'm very keen to move a lot of my clients away from. So I find... I find that sort of language like very unhelpful when it comes to telling people that a calorie deficit is required in order to lose weight. If you eat 1,500 calories of Mars bar or 1,500 calories from vegetables, you are going to lose weight if your maintenance calories are around 1,800. You're probably going to look and feel like shit when it comes to eating the Mars bars, but you are going to lose weight. You're going to be a smaller version of yourself. So the demonization of food is one. The other thing is the the use of the word free foods. And whilst I'm someone that will tend to say to people, fill up on vegetables, just treat it pretty much as a free food. Fruit can also be relatively okay, depending on the type of fruit. I wouldn't class banana as a free fruit. I mean, if you're eating four bananas a day, that's anywhere between sort of 400 and 500 calories on just four bananas. But then strawberries are around 32 calories per 100 grams. So... They're foods you want to be filling up on more. The problem is when we get to things like potatoes and pasta. Like If you're someone that loves pasta and I tell you to eat as much of it as you want, you're going to eat a fuck ton of pasta. And you're probably going to cover it in some low sugar ketchup or low sugar tomato based sauce, whatever it might be. And you could put like an absolute shit ton of that away a day. And the chances are you're going to struggle to create a calorie deficit there. And so point number two, the unhelpful labelling of foods. Point number three, and so from what I've heard, I haven't done Slimming World, so I can't comment from personal experience, but from what I know, your experience at a Slimming World club is highly dependent on 
obviously the people that are there, but the person that's running the group as well. And that can vary massively between club to club. And if we look at the real value of Slimming World, that is where it lies. It lies in that social accountability. You're way less likely to nail a tub of ice cream on a Friday night if you know you've got club in the morning and you're going to stand in front of a group of 12, 15, 20 people and be told that you've gained or maintained, which you don't want to do if your goal is weight loss. And at the end of the day, you're in a room full of people that are on the same exact journey as you. They're all trying to lose weight. Yes, you might have Slim Sue that has lost for the last 12 weeks in a row. You might have Big Betty that struggles to lose weight, um, but will have a really good week and then bounce back a little bit. But you're all there for the same reasons. And that support group, that support mechanism is something that can be massively valuable when trying to do something that is difficult, such as losing weight. But obviously that is dependent club to club um, and your experience is going to depend on the rep that is running it. And some reps are really good. They know about the mechanism behind fat loss and weight loss. They will talk about calories. Some people will not even mention calories once, maybe because they don't know or maybe because they're so blinded by the Slimming World spiel that they will never talk about that. And moving on to point number four. So as I said, people do get results of Slimming World. It's not an extreme diet. It's not something like keto. It's not completely trying to fleece you of your money, something like Herbalife. And it's not trying to get you to sell supplements to your friends and family that they don't need or want. But for me, it's a stepping stone. If you are someone that is morbidly obese or just massively overweight in general, it's a stepping stone. It's get some weight loss quickly, get some quick wins, and then go on to something that is going to develop your knowledge and your weight loss further. Something like a a good PT, a good coach, a good online sort of coaching environment where you can learn how to count calories, learn how to schedule your days and weeks depending on whatever you may have in the diary, learning how to lift weights, learning how to move better, how to move without pain, All of these things are massively valuable and something that Slimming World will not teach you, but is something that a good quality coach can help you with and progress you once you've lost a little bit of weight. One of the big things I hear is, oh, I'll join the gym when I've lost a little bit of weight or I'll start PT once I've started lifting weights again properly. And it's just like, what do you mean? I'm here to help you do that. And sometimes people do feel silly walking into a gym. They shouldn't, but they do and so if you are on slimming world right now then please use it as a stepping stone get some weight loss get comfortable get some better eating habits behind you and then move on to a coach move on to someone that is going to progress you further physically and mentally than slimming world ever will i've had quite a few clients that have been on slimming world before come to me and we've unlocked the world of calories and the flexibility within their life now they're not sinning food they're not looking at pasta as a free food they are looking at food as food and something you can enjoy and we are helping them get weight loss but everything is completely within their control and they have the flexibility as and when needed to change things if they know friday is going to be heavy they've got a client lunch and some drinks after work We manipulate calories throughout the week in order to prepare for that. And I know there are methods within Slimming World where you can bank your sins for the weekend if you know you're going to have a meal out or whatever it may be. But I don't want you to be sinful for eating foods that you enjoy and that are social and just taste really fucking good. 
And so just to summarise on today's episode, um, we need to remember that a calorie deficit is the thing that underpins all weight loss efforts. And as long as you remember that, you are set. Even if you're on Slimming World, just understand that that is the thing that is helping you to step on the scales on Saturday morning and to have lost four pounds, okay? It's not the magical Slimming World fairies in your free pasta that you've eaten throughout the week. It is a calorie deficit. And yes, I've sort of shitted on Slimming World this week. And I've actually toned it down quite a lot from conversations I have in person with people. But it is just an easy way of following a calorie deficit. But it removes all of the guesswork. But it also removes the real education behind what's actually happening. And they're very happy to take your money whilst doing so. And I don't like the fact that people feel reliant on things such as Slimming World in order to achieve what they want to achieve long term myself as a coach I like to train people I like to coach people so that they could move on from me in three months six months time knowing everything they need to to achieve their goals whether that is weight loss or muscle gain but they understand the fundamentals behind all of those things so that we can have a really good time together for three to six months and then they can move on and continue to progress knowing what they need to know which is something I feel Slimming World just doesn't do And it's so frustrating because they know that it's the calorie deficit. Like if you were to look on some of their branded stuff, um, like the ready meals and biscuits or whatever they're selling nowadays, it will say that they have to be consumed as part of a calorie controlled diet. So they're literally putting it there in the small print in front of your eyes, but it's so small you're not going to see it. So you're going to become indoctrinated with this slimming world sort of religion-based thing around your free foods, around your food optimizing. And you you do it blindly and you c- can get results and then you come away from Slimming World and then you start to pile it back on and then you feel like shit and then you start to go back to the club and then you get some results again and then you fall away and then you put the weight back on and then you're like, right, I have to get back to club. And so Slimming World becomes this holy grail for weight loss where if they just said on day one, you need to create a calorie deficit. You could have spent six weeks at club, learned what you needed to, had some support, and then be like, do you know what? I've got what I need to go away and do this by myself. And I will check in on club as and when needed, when I'm feeling low, when I'm feeling like I need a bit of support from other people or just need to kick up the ass. But they don't do that. And that's what's annoying. So before I keep going around in circles and circles and circles, that is today's episode. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but you'll find out when I post it. I hope everyone's having a good weekend so far, even though it's quarter to ten on Friday night and I'm still recording. But have a great weekend. And if you are someone that's on Slimming World that would like to start resistance training but has no idea where to start, if you go onto the link in my bio or my Instagram, you will find the ultimate beginner's guide to weight training. I recommend you download that. Um, ask me any questions you might have about it Um, but you've got a 10 page guide there that will hopefully get you in the gym lifting weights and starting to shape that body that hopefully you've got some results on Slimming World with if you haven't again just message me Um, have a great weekend guys and I shall speak to you soon